music it is time for the journey a to z today's episode we're going to talk about graves disease how it affects you how is it how it affects me and let me before i get into the facebook group and answering some questions i want to give a little brief rundown on my graves disease story which started back in 2008 i was working as a car detailer for a local dealership and I started losing a lot of weight. Along with that weight loss came fatigue, a massive amount of fatigue I was not used to. Now, this is 2008. I graduated high school in 2000, so I mean, I was I was young. We just had our first child. So he was just a few months old when I started getting sick. And I remember that day, and maybe that was one day that helped kickstart it, but I was severely sick that night. It was not good. I was throwing up at the hospital. I was in the ER the next morning. Almost didn't make my son's birth. Luckily, I did. He wheeled me up in the wheelchair, and I got to see him come out So and hold my, hold my baby with a mask on before masks were cool. <laughs> So that was 2008, and a few months later, I just started noticing that, man, I'm really tired for some reason, and there's really no reason for me to be tired. My body started aching, so I felt like my joints were, were, were hurting. Now, the best way I can, I can possibly explain my bone aches, if that's even possible, was it felt like I was going through a growth spurt, like when I was 13. Where it's like, oh, my legs are hurting. Why are my shins hurting? Why are my leg bones hurting? It felt, I just felt like my bones were aching. And I had hyperthyroidism. So my thyroid stopped working. And I developed hyperthyroidism. So that would explain all the weight loss. I, I kind of just, yeah, I thought it was something else. And I was, I was scared. Didn't want to tell anybody. Everyone would say, wow, you're really losing some weight. What are you doing? Oh, you know, just exercising, eating right, running a lot. I couldn't even muster up stairs, let alone run a mile. So that that's what I started noticing. My hair started getting thinner. And I really loved my thick hair. Now I'm bald. I shave it because it's so thin. It just doesn't look good whenever I have hair. So. It gets shaved. My mother-in-law, my wife, my family, they all started noticing. And right away, they wanted me to get checked out. It took my mother-in-law to go into the hospital with a heart condition. And while she was laying in, in her hospital bed, she made me promise her that I would go get seen. So I did a simple blood test. And that's what discovered my thyroid levels being extremely off. Went to see an endocrinologist. Now, I had an appointment set, but it was only it was two months out because they were so busy. And I had my blood work done on a Friday. They called me on Monday to tell me they had a cancellation, and I'd be there on a Wednesday. And I said, absolutely. 
Luckily for me, we got down there. Uh, my doctor said, out of all that he's treated, mine was in the top five of worst cases he had seen, especially at my age and being a man. And started out with beta blockers, blocked the signal from my brain to my heart because it was, it was throwing my heart off in a major way. And six weeks of that, and finally we were ready for iodine radiation therapy. I didn't do the surgery. I was, it was options. Iodine, iodine, iodine therapy or surgery. I, I elected to go with the, with the radiation. So it's a very funny story behind the radiation. So when I'm at the hospital, the nurse comes walking over to me, and she looks like she's getting ready to walk into Chernobyl. I mean, she's got this giant suit on. She's got huge oven mitts, a giant ammo box, which is insulated, and a tiny little pill in a vial. And I laughed, and I looked at her, and I said, you want me to take that? Look how you're dressed. And this is going inside of me. Do we know it's going to do its job? It did its job. Uh, for a few weeks, I had to spend in my parents' basement in case I would get sick. Then, you know, the contamination, I w at least I wouldn't be at home. I couldn't be around my son. Couldn't be around anybody expecting to have a baby, trying to have a baby because of the radiation that was in me. So that was a pretty difficult time for me. Uh, I missed out on quite a bit. Thanks. It was right around Thanksgiving when I had the radiation done. So that meant Thanksgivings were out. And I loved my family Thanksgivings. Every one of us just getting together. I come from big families on both my mom and my dad's side. So I was really looking forward to that. And not being able to do that was just heartbreaking. But my parents stayed home to uh, celebrate it with me. We had fried chicken, I, uh, just the whole spread. And then my mom's side of the family called me, and uh, we said a prayer uh, before we ate. So that was really great. A little emotional just thinking about that point in my life. You know, 2008 seems like a long time ago, but sometimes it just seems like yesterday. Since then, it's been a bear trying to regulate my levels. So I take levothyroxine. I'm up to 325 mcg, probably going to go higher. And I noticed that when it stops working, like when my body starts adjusting to it and it's, well, I don't want any of this anymore. Give me more. I've had this level for quite some time. Give me some more. And my body, it, it's, it's like it feels like that. So I'll go through a span where I'm dropping weight left and right. You know, I, you know, I was working out two years ago. I had lost 50 pounds. I had, I had ballooned up to 300 pounds. I ended up losing 50. I was working out, watching what I was eating, the medicine I could tell was working. And then while I was still working out eating, I started to feel tired again. And I'm like, well, what, maybe I'm just doing it too hard at the gym. Something's going on with that. Maybe so I'll cut it back a little bit instead of going five days a week. Maybe we'll just cut it back to three days a week. See how that feels. And, and that still didn't feel any better. So started gradually getting worse. And I am the worst person in the world when it comes to eating, by the way. I never know what I want to eat. I, I, I get um, major anxiety when it comes time to eating or thinking about, okay, I got supper coming up. So 
I usually only average probably about one meal a day, and that's usually supper. Uh, but anyway, back on point. Kind of went down a little, little track there, but back on point. I started picking up the weight again. So I started picking up weight, and I'm thinking, why am I picking up weight? I'm, I'm not doing anything different than what I was. So why is the pounds going back on? And then I got depressed. And then really, I stopped working out, which was the worst thing I could have done. And started eating crap food, chips, soft drinks. Like soft drinks is my biggest thing. I love Pepsis. I was a big drinker, and I used to used to drink a lot of whiskey and Pepsi. So the Pepsi is, is one thing I definitely missed, and I started drinking a lot more Pepsi. And uh, so I, I put on, since I've lost that 50, I've put back on about 25 of it. And I'm not liking that so much. So I'm trying to get myself back into the groove. Winters are never fun for me. I don't know about anybody else. In the wintertime, my body really hurts. In the mornings, it, it's very stiff. Joints are stiff. Muscles ache. Um, you know, it's like um, a bowl of fruity, uh, fruity pebbles or Rice Krispies, I should say. I'm like a bowl of Rice Krispie treats when I wake up in the morning. I'm just cracked crack and popping all over the place. But that's how it is for me. That's my story. I'm constantly trying to do better. I get my blood work done twice a year. The last time I was in, it was holding up. It, I was stable. And I'm hoping that the 325 MCGs is right where I need to be. And please let me know what everyone else uh, is on. And you can contact me uh, through the Facebook page. And that's where I'm going to be posting um, a lot of my stories through that. But and I'm, I'm for anyone that's listening that would that's on Facebook and would like to. Uh, know the group name. It's called Graves Disease, What Everyone Should Know. It's a private group, about 20.8 thousand members. So it's a great support system. And I, I, I have just recently started posting. I've read a lot of people's comments, questions. How many of you are gluten-free? Do you feel better since the switch? Okay, that's a great question. I was gluten-free for a while, but I never felt any better. Now, I'm different. Uh, and I could, you could be totally different from me. It may work for you. So I'm never going to discourage anyone to not do something. If it works for you, great. Gluten-free diet didn't work for me. Uh, it kept me from being bloated. So, I mean, that was, maybe I should go back on it just for that. Uh, but that was one of the bright spots, probably for a gluten-free diet, was the, the, the lack of bloating. But since then, uh, going back to a gluten diet, I have, uh, you know, have that 
bloating feeling. But as far as anything else goes, no. I never really felt like I felt better overall from a gluten-free diet. One one big um, so we're gonna go through. I'm just when I'm when I'm on right now. I'm on Facebook and I'm going through. I'm scrolling down to my post where I do have a couple questions on there. So we're gonna dive right into this. Um, Karen Gates Creekmore. Yeah, she asked, "How can we find your podcast?" It's a great idea. So my podcast is on. The, the app called Anchor by Spotify. And I'm hoping after I make a few videos or audios that you'll be able to see them better. Uh, like on YouTube or listen to them on Anchor or on Spotify. I think the more I put out there, the, the more I'll be noticed. But um, I'll, I'll send you a link to the podcast, Karen. That way you can listen to it. Now that it's up, and I also have the podcast link in this discussion as well. It's at the very bottom of our discussion so far. Um, Sabrina Timlin, I look forward to the podcast. My journey started 30 years ago. Thank you, Sabrina. God bless you. 30 years you've been on this journey, this Graves disease journey, and I'm sure we can learn a lot from you. That's a long time to be on this journey. Would love to hear some of the things that you've gone through. And see, okay, so Sabrina has has a question. And what all organs and bones are affected and how? I have a long list of ailments. Also address constant inflammation throughout your body. Lifelong. Thank you. How can I subscribe to listen? Okay, so what all organs and bones are affected. So well, I noticed one of my doctors, you know, it's a constant, we got to check on your glands. I had one doctor, he was, you know, it's a glandular thing. So, yes, it, it attacked my heart when I first got it. He described it like it's always still going to be in you. It's always going to be attacking something. I noticed that my saliva glands sometimes don't work as well as they should. My tear ducts. I could have the sensation that I'm crying and nothing's coming out. I have days where my mouth is so dry, I can't produce any saliva. So maybe maybe that's a sign of what's happening. I know that um, I was having some issues and the doctor had said, um, you know, we have to do it. Let's do a test to check on your pituitary gland to see if um, Graves' disease has affected your pituitary gland. So, adrenal glands. So, I would look at it like this. You want to make sure that your glands are doing well. Maybe you've had dry mouth, uh, dry eyes, itchy eyes because they're dry. I've never really had a, any bulging eyes. Uh, watch for that. Because you've been in this game for quite some time, so you know that. Uh, the bones... Now, when you're a hyperthyroidism, your bones can get very brittle. So when I was hyper, that's when I felt like I was having the growth spurts. That's when I felt like my, my bones were just achy. Uh, since I've been hypo, 
I haven't had so much of that. Mainly joint issues, inflammation in the joint. I get gout a lot easier now than I ever have before. I really have to watch what I eat and drink with that because, man, if I have too much uh, shellfish or red meat, boy, my my ankle, and I usually only get it in my left ankle, will just balloon up and I can't walk for a few days. So that's been my struggle there uh, with with inflammation. And like I said, in the wintertime, my knees hurt. So I have inflammation in, in my joints, and I'd love to know. You, you have a, a long list of ailments. I'd love to know what some of your ailments are. Maybe you're having the same kind of problems we are. A sensitivity to heat or cold. I have a sensitivity to the heat. I don't like the heat. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I work at a funeral home, so sometimes I'll be in the body cooler for about 15 minutes set at 40 degrees just to kind of cool me off. I also have uh, done cryotherapy three minutes in a chamber at negative 250 degrees. That was wonderful for me. May not be wonderful for you, but it was definitely wonderful for me. So I think we're going to go on this journey Because, it, because more people need to understand what we're going through. I don't think a lot of people truly understand. They think that we're cranky or have mood swings. My wife will say, well, you're having another mood swing. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just not feeling great. You know, and, and I hate that because I remember the time before I got Graves' disease. I remember I was always so chipper. I was always so happy. And a nickname at one point was happy because I was just always had a smile on my face. And I still try to have a smile on my face. But it seemed to be always difficult for me to get now, post-diagnosis, post-radiation therapy, to try to keep my mood swings in line. I could have a really great week, and then the next week just be cranky. I could be hurting, you know, and no one is, no one's happy when you're in a lot of pain. Thyroid storms. I don't know how many of y'all have thyroid storms. My definition for myself for a thyroid storm is my body doesn't want to do nothing and I am in constant pain. And we're talking every joint in the body seems like it's breaking down. Uh, cramping. That's, that's another thing I forgot. I didn't, I didn't touch on the cramping. If I put my seatbelt on and this happened really more so after I was diagnosed and after I had radiation and I was clear to go out and do things again. But if I put my seatbelt on too quickly, my whole right side of my body would just seize up and cramp up. It was horrible. <coughs> Excuse me. I get a lot of cramping in my back for no reason. Rib cage area, lots of cramping there. I could be doing simple task of lightly pulling on something and a rope or, or you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll be chopping wood. And all of a sudden, my rib cage will just start cramping out of nowhere. And I drink a lot of water. That's not the problem. I'm, I'm hydrating myself. So cramping has been a really big issue. And maybe that's an issue for everybody else as well. Then I just take a lot of deep breaths and try to stretch. Yoga is something I, I bought a yoga mat and an Oculus, VR Oculus. 
Quest 2. And they have really good yoga programs on there. So I've been trying yoga out for really like the first time. And um, I haven't cramped as much. So maybe this is something. There's something to that. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try more of that. I need to incorporate more stretching in my life. Uh, definitely need to do that almost every day. Find time. Listen, we can, we can go through an entire day with pain. Let's find time to work that pain out. Let's, let's find time to do a little bit more exercise. Even if it's 15 minutes of walking, 15 minutes of stretching. Let's all just motivate each other just to find some time. And that might make us feel a little bit better. And try to understand that. And for us, we need to understand that people that don't have this, they don't understand us. So let's try to maybe give them a little break. Uh, it has to be hard on family and, and loved ones to seeing us going through this stuff. So that. Um, I, I first off, I just for a woman to have Graves' disease, I feel really, I feel for you, for you ladies out there. I don't, I don't meet a whole lot of men with it, so I know that it, there are, there has to be others out there, but I just, I never see any, really, and um, you know, I'm. It, Definitely praying for all of you out there that, that just got diagnosed. I know someone had, at one point had made a comment, uh, you know, when when does all the pain go away? And, and really, for me, it hasn't. still have my pains. I think that's just going to continue as we get older. And definitely wish I had my thyroid back and it was healthy. But, hey, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach me on the Graves Disease Facebook page, Aaron Zink, Z-I-N-K. That is my name. You'll see the podcast logo as my Facebook logo. So the journey, A to Z. And just trying to get some awareness out there for what we're going through. And it, and. And really, the journey is not all just uh, health-related. Uh, you know, I'm going to be covering different. You know, I, I've got friends that are hilarious, and I think laughter is a big thing for us. Everyone loves to laugh, so I have I have some friends scheduled to be coming on as well, and they're hilarious, and uh, we're going to have some have some laughs and uh, tell some stories. It's going to be fun, I think. I mean, you can listen to a million. I listen to a lot of different podcasts, uh, different people, and I get inspired by every one of them I listen to. Uh, so I, I got uh, 25 of them right now in my in my queue on my phone that I listen to, uh, either while I'm walking or, or I'm working in the back. Uh, I, I love podcasts. Absolutely love it. Love listening to them when I'm driving. So I've got several different ones that I, that I follow. and and. Uh, Maybe you do too. Maybe you have 23, 24, 25, and I hope I become the 26th one that you you stop in and listen to every so often. 
I'm a, I hate boring podcasts, so I'm going to try not to make this boring. I'm new at this, so bear with me. It's only going to get better. So, you know, we're only a few episodes in, and I feel like by next year this time, we're going to sound even better. So on that note, I hope everybody has such a great day. Uh, keep pushing forward. Keep fighting. Keep going along the journey. It's going to it's gonna get better. We got to stay positive. Positivity is what's going to keep us doing better, I believe. So God bless everybody out there. Have a great day. See ya.